Welcome to Few Who Dare, the comprehensive and unofficial guide to the TV show Ice Road Truckers. I am Graham Gilson, and here with me is Jake Titus, and we are your pathfinders on this frozen journey. Jake, what's up, my dude? What it do, Graham? What it do, indeed. (laughs) It's good to see you, man. (laughs) Yeah, man, you too. How you been? Uh, I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Um, Just got (laughs) done with lifting. Yeah. (laughs) Enjoying this this gentle spring rain. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's been nice. Nice weather. Yep. I, I, uh, shared with Graham right before we started recording here that I started off my day, uh, at about six in the morning <laughs> by watching this week's episode of ice road truckers, which was a pretty dope way to kick it off. Yeah. Early morning trucking. Yeah. Maybe I'll just always do this from now on. Maybe I should do that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm always watching it like in the evening. I feel like it'd be nice to start my day off with yeah, it. Yeah, that's pretty fun. I try. I um, I did not get around. Normally, I watch on the weekend. Um, we record on uh, Tuesday, and I watched it on Tuesday. Nice. <laughs> so uh, it was kind of last minute for me this week, which is uh, abnormal. But um, it's all fresh. Feels good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you're you're like positively glowing with excitement. Ooh, yeah, I still have that um some of that good um ice road juice on me. <laughs> it's kind of a gross way of saying it. Couldn't couldn't come up with anything else I liked more. <laughs> so we're going with ice road juice. Sean, cut that one out. <laughs> yeah, get rid of that. Sean. Make it say something cool, like Ice Road Aura. Make it say something cool. (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. What's uh, what's up with you? Oh, man. Um, Had a nice uh, vacation for the first time in a year. Um, Went up north uh, with just my wife and the kids to Tofty, Minnesota, up on the North Shore. And um, just hung out. I um, I'm reading a very long book. <laughs> <laughs> it is uh, the equivalent. So it's a, a web serial, um, which means it is um, uh, published a chapter at a time online. It's called Worm for the listeners out there who may be also reading it. Um, I looked it up. It's the equivalent of 7,000 pages long, which I've never read a book longer than like, I don't know, 700. <laughs> it's like, that's just incredible. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, but it's real good. I probably read like it's on my uh, Kindle. I probably read like 10% of the book over the weekend. So that's what I did. That's you. Well, that's a lot. Sat <laughs> by a window, read a lot of, lot of that book so oh man it felt good that's cool um, you know that reminds me of this amazing um like fan fiction kind of online thing it was probably released as a web serial mm-hmm. so it's a retelling of the first harry potter book but it's um it's written with the conceit that like magic like magic is real and the reason why Harry Potter is the most powerful wizard is because he lived in the muggle world and he acquired this like 
understanding of deductive reasoning and the scientific method. And so he <laughs> takes that with him to the wizarding world and he applies those principles. And basically he's able to like figure out the mechanics and like laws of magic better than anyone else. Dude. But as you can imagine, it takes a lot of prose to kind of explain, <laughs> unpack that thought process. <laughs> it's like the author is really... Uh, cornered themselves into also <laughs> right. needing to explain to the reader like how this magic system works. Uh-huh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, I mean, I, that sounds pretty sick. I would read that. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> yeah. it's, I admire the effort. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh, what are you uh, working on there? Um, I'm sending my mouth on a time travel voyage back, back to 1996 because I am drinking a Guinness. Ooh, very nice. <laughs> what? Why 96? I don't know. I, f- I feel like that's... Is that like a 90s beer? I think so. It certainly I, I was like one of the only this. beers I knew about, uh, you know, end of high school before like, you uh-huh. know, craft brewing was a thing. Yes. Well, before craft brewing uh, ra- wave two was a thing. Well, yeah, sorry. I'm sure <laughs> I, just, I don't want to piss off any of our... Uh... I don't want the ats. Yeah, t- please do not. I, Jake's brewing friends. <laughs> I don't I don't know the ins and outs of the different waves and ages of craft brewing. So. <laughs> oh, man. Was there, yeah, so there was a, a original different. wave of craft brewing. Was that like your Sam Adams's and that yes, sort of stuff? Exactly. Okay. Yeah. So, and like, uh, see, I might get some ads on this one. I think, and like Sierra Nevada. Um, that makes sense. But the, at least the story that is told in the industry now about that wave is that, um, you know, a whole bunch of, people at sort of like the second mini wave within that wave they like saw the leaders and were like well i can do that too and so Mm -hmm. basically the story that's told is that a whole bunch of um a a whole bunch of breweries opened that like really did not make very good beer and Mm -hmm. the consumer perception of craft beer as a whole category kind of became tainted by those experiences and it basically collapsed the whole the whole craft category which sort of oh. lay dormant until you know kind of early 2000s which is when you know you and i kind of would start to be familiar with like stone and rogue yeah. you know yeah. and some of those guys mm-hmm. right on dude yeah so i guess i don't know what those like probably those smaller players in the original wave probably just failed and i'd never heard of them because i was you know a child uh-huh. At that time, <laughs> I was a child, and I foolishly didn't read the business section of the paper. <laughs> yeah, yes, my parents were not allowing me to drink beer, unfortunately. <laughs> um, interesting. So, are we in a third wave at this point? I believe, I believe that that is generally how people are read. Okay, that would make sense, I suppose. And unless we're just like a continuation of the second wave at this point. Yeah. I. Oof. Boy, we are probably quickly becoming 
like two philosophers of the field of the <laughs> there's probably not a lot of people <laughs> thinking about this or working about this in much more depth than we already have uh you know i don't know actually i did a quick search and then i was reminded that like in in craft coffee you know there's a, a much discussed notion of waves mm. of of roasters that's a thing so i don't know there's some people who are way deep in the game man mm-hmm. beer historians out there beer torians hey uh jump into our replies or our ats or whatever the lingo is come <laughs> come at us tell us what we're missing if you're out there beer historians <laughs> crash into me yeah <laughs> another nice 90s reference uh-huh <laughs> there we go <laughs> oh, oh man. man well um should we uh get into it <laughs> Yes, we should get into it by by me immediately derailing us. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. my notes are reminding me. I so I had a dream, and I don't remember anything that happened in the dream or any storyline other than other than uh, in the dream I saw Rick Yum, and I thought, "Hey, that's Rick Yum." <laughs> <laughs> like you did not interact with him in your dream. Nope, no interaction. Okay. Was he wearing a shirt? I think he was. Okay. So I, I mean, he's I wearing have... a shirt most of the time in the show, other than the <laughs> intro. <true. laughs> so. You know what's underneath that shirt, though? No shirt. That, yes, it's true. No shirt at all. <laughs> That's typically the case, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, cool, dude. <laughs> yeah, that's all. Would you... I, I feel like if I... He wouldn't be my choice <laughs> if I was going to have a dream that uh, I my brain forced me to have one of these people uh, intrude upon. I feel like I would want Alex, then TJ, probably Jay, and then Hughes crew. What are any of them? I don't care. I don't really? want any of them. Yeah, they'd be at the bottom. If you're going to have a dream, though, why not live it up? Why not you let the what? party boy of the North, Rick Yum take the lead yeah maybe hey uh maybe we're at the monkey pub monkey monkey nuts yeah yeah <laughs> listening to our boy uh what's his name left the show todd white todd white That's right <laughs> listen to him sing us a ballad that'd be a good dream i can get into that on the ice road again <laughs> God. <laughs> oh man Oh boy, <laughs> it's a real bummer that he didn't um, actually get that recorded and put out into the world. Yeah, I mean, maybe he's still working on it. Who knows? <laughs> There's still a chance. Yeah. Um. Hey, I had a, th- a question, and I'll definitely forget to ask you if um <laughs> if I don't ask you right now. Okay. Because uh, I didn't write it down anywhere. <laughs> if you were put into the driver's seat of a semi truck. Okay. Just like no, no one else is there. It's just like, hey, I need you literally to drive this around the block. Okay. Do you think you could do it? Absolutely not. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like, well, well, let me, well, all right. So why do you think not be, can you, have you ever driven manual? Do you drive a manual car? I've never driven a manual car. 
Okay, all right. So no, you can't. So that <laughs> seems like a bad start. That's a that's a big hurdle to overcome, I guess. <laughs> like I don't think I could even accidentally screw up my way into driving it around the block. Yeah. Yeah. You? Um I drove yeah, so I drove a manual car for a number of years. I still can drive a manual although my car and my wife's are both automatic. Um right. I feel like 50-50 because I know that they're geared like crazy. I think mm-hmm. my understanding is they have like 18 gears where you're like, you've got like six gears to get you from like zero miles per hour to like 10 miles per hour or something. Uh, um, I could be making that up. And that was just like some bullshit somebody told me in high school. <laughs> Growing up in Tennessee and somebody's dad is like a truck driver. And they're like, oh, you, my dad, it's like. those trucks are so crazy they like you know then just make a bunch of bullshit up so uh maybe i should follow up on and figure that out but um in addition to that like they show the cockpit and there's like all these switches and shit i mean there's so many things yeah (laughs) and then anyway i feel like yeah 50 50 if because i can you know as long as i figure out well i don't even know if i can figure out which where to put into gear so, yeah. yeah, it depends on how clear the, the gear shift knob is. But yeah, I I'm for sure a no on that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, man. God. Well, one way to find out. <laughs> find, make a friend who is in the trucking industry. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know anyone who uh, drives a truck. Do you? Or even like a, a, um, a, a friend of an acquaintance or anything like that? There are a couple people I knew growing up whose dads drove trucks. Mm-hmm. Um, Same. And I mean, I don't know. When I, when I was working at the brewery, I like knew, you know, there were a couple of like truck drivers who would regularly come pick up stuff. So I kind of knew. Now full semis or? Um... Yeah. Okay. Full semis. Yeah, full semis hey, pulling into the brewery. Moron, huh? <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> full half. <laughs> so why why do they call it a semi truck? I don't know. I yeah, that feels like something I should have uh, googled long ago. <laughs> I don't even know. Maybe I'll just do a. Why is it called? So interestingly. You know, you've got why is it called a semi truck and why is it called a semi trailer? So I don't maybe mm. it's the trailer that the semi semi trucks get the name from the giant trailers they tow behind them. The trailers have no front wheels and can only be moved when attached oh, to the truck. How they're about called that semi trailers. The name semi truck was adapted over time and it is now what most Americans refer to them as. Wow. So that brings up another. Do you, um, what do you call them when you see them on the highway? Are they semi trucks? Are they um, 18 wheelers? I call them semis. Semis? Okay. Yeah. I think what I do, you... do too. Yeah. But I also feel like my growing up, my dad would call them 18 wheelers. Um, hmm. I feel like there's even another name for it Big Rigs? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's definitely that too. <laughs> 18 wheeler redirected here. 18 wheeler disambiguation. Oh, 
that doesn't help. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah, big rig, eighteen wheeler, semi truck. Whoa, tons of combinations for these things. All right, I gotta stop looking at this. <laughs> This is not good audio. <laughs> Ooh, I almost got a spit take. <laughs> Graham, I listen to a lot of podcasts, and uh, dudes reading Wikipedia is 100% acceptable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Um, I'm not getting anything out of this, though, that's interesting, other than, like, it looks like, um, you know, in different countries, they look very different. Well, that's fun. Yeah. And there are all these, you know, combinations where I think you could end up with more or less than 18 wheels. <laughs> that's very fun. Yeah. Hey, do you have you ever heard of it referred to when a, um, you know, like you're driving down the highway and there's like a donut, like a torn up donut of a wheel that's just been like obviously ripped off a semi truck? Yeah. Do you have a name for the for that? No, do you? Um, yeah. So again, my dad taught me that those are called gators. Whoa. But that could also just be a thing where like he grew up mostly in Florida and like <laughs> it's like occasionally there's like an alligator in the road and they like I don't know. Huh. So do you know why they call them gators? Like be like when it's in the road you like because you might hit it. I guess this oh. could o- totally be just a my dad thing. <laughs> <laughs> huh? Well, I'm just going to start calling them gators now, too. OK, wait. OK. All right. All right. All right. The injured by dot com <laughs> says, wait, it's all what? it's all law firms. Mm, okay. So I searched Gator semi truck tire, and <laughs> it's <laughs> uh, who is liable when trade truck tire Gators cause an accident? A Gator has the potential to curl and wrap around your tire. Whoa! What is a road Gator? Why are they called road Gator? Oh, all right. Well, I'm gonna look at that. <laughs> <laughs> We're definitely getting in on this bad boy. <laughs> With the ridged surface and convex shape, blown out tires can look like an alligator lying on the road. The name road gator originates from southeastern United States in areas such as Alabama, Florida, and Louisiana, where real gators on the road can be more common than drivers, uh, more common than that drivers would like. Uh, that sounds bad. like that was written by law firms that specialize in truck law. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Ooh, four big reasons. Uh, and then we'll start. The, let's we'll get into the episode <laughs> at some point here. <laughs> Shit. This is awesome. Okay. All right. All right. Four reasons for big truck tire blowouts. Okay. <laughs> Count them down. <laughs> four, 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 four. Number four. Coming to number four. The tire was defective and was part of a recall, but didn't get sent back. <laughs> Riveting. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that's, that's, uh, yeah, man. <laughs> sure enough. That's a. That's certainly a possibility. <laughs> the company driver or mechanic did not maintain the tires. Okay. All right. Okay. 
these are not really the reasons huh. that the tire blew out. Nope. <laughs> the tire is a retreads. Hmm? <laughs> retreads are more likely to blow out. Okay. So I guess when you retread a tire, you're more likely to blow it out. And then this one is a link, which I am not going to click on. I cannot, <laughs> can't go down there. The tire may be underinflated. That is our number one reason. Wow, that was a lot less exciting yeah. than I would have thought. But um, there is at the bottom of here. Okay, yeah, just at the bottom, there is like a little asterisk, and it says, it is illegal to own an alligator in California. <laughs> so, why? Why? <laughs> what? I don't know. I'm trying to look. I don't know why there must be. It's like a it's like a notation. So there must be something above. <laughs> oh, OK. Is this person in California? It must be. OK. So anyway, um, while we don't typically have Cal. Uh, sorry. While we don't typically have alligators in California, Unless someone releases a pet asterisk, mm. we do have road gators. And then huh. uh, at the bottom, it is illegal to own an uh, alligator in California. Good stuff. Huh. Good stuff. <laughs> Good addition to the podcast, Graham. Let's... You know, <laughs> la- last week, I really thought about whether in the episode description I should apologize for the fact that it was like an hour and 45 minutes. And I was like, no, I'm not going to apologize. I'm a content creator. We created content. Like, I think we have made it clear in prior episodes what people should expect. How about this? You're fucking welcome for an hour and 45 minutes. You need something to do during your day. You're sitting there on a, looking at spreadsheets and shit. Come on. You know, you want. <laughs> rather be listening to us just you're pretending to work you're like <laughs> you're just listening to us laughing while you're pretending to work that's what that's what work is now 2021 is... <laughs> yes <laughs> you can't hear your your regular stupid co-workers say things in the background so might as well listen to us yeah <laughs> oh interesting i wonder if we are more fun and interesting than these people's co-workers i really hope I tell so. you what i'm never gonna ask you to reformat that report <laughs> hey so that's right that is my promise to you the listener i'm not gonna get on you uh about the tone of your email so <laughs> <laughs> i see i'm not willing to make that promise okay <laughs> jake's coming for you mm-hmm <laughs> Ooh, actually, maybe I shouldn't make that promise either, because if we get mail that I don't like the tone of your voice <laughs> and you have a question or a comment about the show, I may let you have it. So there you go. <laughs> the viewers have re- the listeners have been put on notice. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Yeah. All right. Episode eight into the whiteout. Yeah. Indeed. Yeah. This is a good episode title. I got nothing it's, to complain about. I mean, it's not. Okay. All right. Jake has something to complain about. <laughs> it's, 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 I guess, less, less, less objectionable than some other titles. I'll yeah. give you that for sure. It's, um, it's on the subject, at least. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Could it be more creative? Sure. 
<laughs> but I guess my expectations have been <laughs> destroyed at this point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so episode eight. It's the eighth one. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, but but so named because they mm-hmm. uh, as they've now established lead off hot. Um, oh, yeah. Talking about a uh, the biggest blizzard of the season. Mm-hmm. That is that uh, my new my hero my new hero Rick Fitch yeah. knows is 500 miles to the north of Yellowknife, mm-hmm. um, and is going to shut down the road. So this this episode is all about the high drama of um, a special convoy that Rick Fitch got permission to send up with five trucks because normally you can only send four trucks in a convoy, but Rick Fitch. And I can't stress this enough, not the producers of Ice Road Truckers <laughs> got special permission for a convoy that consists of Rick, uh, Alex. Are you uh, suggesting a conspiracy theory where maybe the producers <laughs> of the TV yes, show had something to do with yes, getting uh, five of our boys on the uh, show at once? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So it's it's Rick, Alex, TJ, and Jay all in the same convoy. So that would be four. That's that's true. But the fact that all four of them are in this one convoy, mm-hmm. it just feels too lucky. <laughs> yeah. I that is a good point. Like uh if this has been a possibility this entire time <laughs> Why aren't we seeing convoys with our boys together in every episode? Honestly, I don't know. Yeah. In the case of some of these dudes, the answer is certainly not because they're putting in as many runs as possible. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. I have a real bone to pick later, but we can get to it later. Um, uh, Quick note. uh, In the intro, um, I don't know why I expected... Mm them to cut drew out of it but he was still there and i was like i thought maybe they cut drew out Hmm. yeah you know it really i it just continues i think to um rub salt in the wound of todd white like (laughs) todd todd doesn't even get a like an introducing (laughs) yeah yeah with special guests yeah absolutely nothing at all yeah (laughs) Yeah, I don't. I just don't understand it. Yeah, um, yeah. Poor Todd White. R.I.P. Todd White. I mean, he's probably alive somewhere, but R.I.P. <laughs> yeah, I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, but this. So this. Uh, this convoy kind of threw me for a loop because the way they were building up how intense this is, and like these are five mission critical loads. They've got to get to the mines mm-hmm, as soon as mm-hmm. possible. Like, I really thought they were leading up to yet another, you know, we got to give it to our boy, Jay. Oh, yeah. But but instead is Rick Yum. Yeah. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> so the person to lead this very special convoy, Rick Yum. <laughs> I wish they had followed that up with just a super cut of every shot of him drinking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, he's like seems to be the least responsible <laughs> left even tj <laughs> well i don't know <laughs> i don't know 
Oh, man. But yeah, so Rick Yam is leading this and they give him some big old tires. (laughs) (laughs) The tires are very big. They are very big. (sighs) Yeah. Oh, man. And very important because they go on very big trucks. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) We hear a a lot about it later. (laughs) Boy, do we. Yeah. Uh, But first we hear a lot about this continued feud between Rick and Hugh over the truck. Yeah. In in which basically Hugh, (laughs) Hugh, it sounds like, does a mixture of ignoring, uh, demeaning, <laughs> and flat out denying yes the request to fix the truck <laughs> yeah and this is like you know we've had multiple drivers now be like hey i i'm driving one of Hughes trucks <laughs> yeah and it sucks my ass <laughs> and he won't fix it yeah. he won't pay to fix it and like you know in the end that's a big part of why drew left mm-hmm um and now you know rick's like worried about getting frostbite on his feet yeah we don't know how true that is but it seems like you know probably it's at least very cold on his feet absolutely yes um and and, um so you know rick's talking about how he's whatever that Hugh needs to fix it and cuts to hugh and hugh says rick doesn't have frostbite on his feet he's just fucking whining. He doesn't know what cold is, <laughs> which is a wild statement. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he started whining this time last year and and wanted to go uh, fucking go home. Another ten, 10 days. I got mad and I sent him home. It's like, why didn't you just let him go home then? <laughs> <laughs> this blew my mind. Yeah. <laughs> like this happened. And then both of them were like, so this year again? Yes. Good. Yeah. <laughs> why did he come back? Was it the Man. same truck? And wait, was it frostbite or cold last year? He you doesn't know, say. He just was he whining last say, year. But I—that's a valid question. That's totally a valid question. Yeah, he got I mean, mad and sent him home. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. He didn't. He didn't get mad enough at either of his other two shitty drivers to send them home. They chose yeah. to go home. Yeah. So it got bad enough that you sent Rick home and then Rick was like, let's do it again. <laughs> that was fun, boss. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. So they it's it's just it becomes clear that like Hugh is absolutely not going to fix this. And Rick is going to do his best to just kind of get by. Yeah. Rough. Sucks. Yeah. Rough. But so then they show Rick <laughs> rolling out and Rick throws the devil horns hand signal so hard that i swear i hurt my neck looking at it it's like like i don't know if i can describe it verbally but but just with like so much emphasis and gusto i was like hell yeah this convoy is gonna rule was he like was there a facial expression that you saw with it I couldn't tell. It was like a halo emanated from the points <laughs> themselves. I could not tell. Oh, but, but then they cut to a shot inside the cab, and he 
he says something in a weird voice that I listened to three times and then finally put the captions on where, where he just says <laughs> for really no reason that I could tell, haul the load, pull the load. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know what's up, but dude is jized. <laughs> it's just, he's so amped up to be, <laughs> you know what it is? He doesn't have to be around Hugh. I think yeah. every other <laughs> run, he's like, I had to deal with Hugh. Hugh shooting shit at him oh, and, man. Like, you know, berating him over the CB. <laughs> he's just like, I could hang, I could hang out with my boys, Alex and TJ True. and Jay. Yeah, it's going to be a good run. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, man. man. Oh, uh, and our fifth member who we meet. Yeah. And I'm, I'm sure uh, he'll, you know. He'll be a constant figure for the rest of the season. If it all. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what's his name? Cody Mazeros? Yes. Yeah. This is his second year driving the truck, and it's his first year on the ice. So mm-hmm. go go get him, Cody. Go get him. Yeah. <laughs> so you got kind of a lot of young guys in yeah. this convoy then between TJJ and uh, Cody. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So yeah. then in true Ricky M style, his trailer is smoking and broken <laughs> immediately <laughs> on yeah. the Ingram trail. <laughs> yeah. So then this we we get the first in a couple instances of like of this real sort of I think a, a do as I say, not as I do sort of a dynamic that that we see where his trailer is smoking and his solution to that is to just tell everyone just go around me. Don't stop. Just keep going. I'll catch yeah. you up later. <laughs> so now Jay is in the lead. And this part I did think was pretty funny. So uh, so Rickiam is leading the convoy of this super important stuff with his like big load of big tires. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, uh, Jay, of course, is hauling another truck on his truck. <laughs> It's just trucks all the way down. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Yeah. Jay. Um, I don't know if he said it right here, but at some point we're, cause he has to take the lead and we're in his cab and he says, I like being the second truck. When you're in the lead, you have to talk on the radio and argue with the other truckers. And second, it doesn't matter. You do your own thing. Which just felt like a very J thing to be like, I don't want Absolutely. I don't want to have to argue with people. <laughs> I just want to do my job. I just want to be the best at it. <laughs> yeah. It's just like he seems like a little maybe a little introverted and doesn't at the, at least at this point. Um Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And anyway, I just found that a very like uh a bit of insight into who Jay is. Totally. Yeah. And we also get some like insight into kind of the convoy system that I feel mm-hmm. like would have been pretty helpful to know seven episodes ago. Um, <laughs> so one, it's almost they're almost like rule one. Truckers are not allowed to travel alone on the ice. <laughs> like if there's one rule you're going to pay attention to is this rule. Yeah, that would have been really interesting to know seven episodes ago. <laughs> Totally. That, like this is a rule. <laughs> I no way have they indicated this at any point before Never. right now. Never at all. 
like I've I'd always just assumed because they made it seem like you can just drive. Yeah, just do your thing. Yeah. Totally. Not so. Never has been so apparently. Yeah, because they all have to get like get their tea times and stuff. So it's like, oh, just get my tea time and then I go. It's yeah. like I have to get my tea time and then I have to like wait for my other, you know, three people in my convoy to also get their tea time. Uh-huh. <laughs> or something like that. Yeah. I don't get it, man. Yeah. And then additionally, in the convoy, each truck has to be a half mile behind the preceding truck in yeah. order to have enough room for them to not pile up the like the compression waves or whatever. Um, so, yeah, again, this was like I didn't get the impression that there was that much distance in between trucks before. So no. I think I like definitely appreciate a lot more how in the first blizzard, um, you know, TJ was talking about how like he couldn't even see the taillights of the truck in front of him. Yeah. And now knowing that it's a half mile in front of him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no I, shit. It's like, yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um yeah. like if it was clear, you wouldn't be able to see the taillights <laughs> of a truck a half mile in front of you, probably. <laughs> and certainly it wouldn't help you like navigate the road. No. No, not at all. <laughs> so the one thing I was wondering is, uh, is that just on the ice? They didn't they didn't clarify that, did they? Is it just on the ice or not. is it on the portages also? Yeah, they didn't clarify that. But I, I wonder how long the portages are, because my impression is that the majority of the road is ice. And so it, like, I wonder if the portages are really even long enough that that kind of matters yeah to like catch up and then yeah 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 but good great great context i'm glad we got it within the first season (laughs) yeah so that um yeah that really pissed me off when (laughs) there here's a uh new rule that's very important that uh we decide to wait uh eight episodes to tell you (laughs) oh man yeah. Um yeah, and so then um I guess we just get like a lot of the boys. We get so much of the boys and it's so good. Yeah, we get some good <laughs> stuff. Yeah. There's this great exchange between Jay and Rick which starts off very like low stakes and just what you to imagine. Like with Rick, Rick asking how many horsepower you got on that winch truck. Jay's <laughs> like five twenty-five, and Rick's like, "Haha, and you can handle that, eh?" And, and Jay says, "Oh yeah." And Rick goes, "Well, they should give you more than two. To which Jay says, "All I need is two to dig you out." And then all of a sudden, it goes from like intensity maybe four to eleven. Because yeah. Rick's response is just fuck you. <laughs> and then Jay's response is, I'll make circles around you and leave you and bury you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it escalated real quick. Yes. All I need is two to dig you out. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> you do not you do not joke about that. <laughs> Jay, you know the rules. <laughs> the oh. one thing you don't talk about it on the ice roads going in the ditch. You know that's not cool. 
Oh man. Yeah. yeah. These guys definitely, it feels like they get slap happy real fast. Oh yeah. Uh, I think we're supposed to believe that like the trip up there is 18 hours on a good day or something. Is that right? All the, all the way to, um, Dyavik, I think. Yeah. Okay. Right. I think so. Um, I, at least that's kind of what I recall them saying at some point in this episode that to Dyavik, it's like 18 hours, mm-hmm. which again, if you remember, we didn't learn that until probably four <laughs> episodes into this <laughs> show. And now they're like willy nilly telling us how long it takes to get places. And the first four episodes, it's like, just please tell me. How long. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh, all right. Um, Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, so while they're like slap happy, Jay quote pulls a prank. Do you want to talk about this? Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, um, first of all, they were like, uh, the way it was introduced by the, um, the voiceover guy was like, Jay decides to pull a prank. And I was like, <laughs> Oh, he's pulling a prank on one of the other guys. So I was a little confused, but that's not the case. So he gets on the radio and is like, well, yeah, I've never been up here. And, uh, you know, I just uh, don't know about going up this hill here. And so the guy starts you know, like explaining it to him. And he's like, oh, well, uh, he made some other joke that they thought was funny during that part. But then the, the big funny part was, well, I think I better pull over here than uh, put put some chains on my trailer. <laughs> And then, you know, the guy was just like, oh, yeah, well, you probably don't need to do that. <laughs> and that shows Jay laughing pretty hard. Yeah. <laughs> and then Rick is like, Rick is like bent over crying. And it's like, oh, I almost pissed myself. <laughs> it's like, Only a rookie puts chains on their trailer or something. <laughs> Oh man, yeah, this it's a real you had to be there kind yeah. of a prank. <laughs> but it was also like uh I mean I guess it was a, a pretty good natured prank where I don't think the guy who was getting pranked ever even realized that he's being pranked. Two years later he's watching IRT. <laughs> yeah. God damn it. <laughs> I knew I shouldn't have been helpful to a rookie. <laughs> right? That's the last yeah. time. <laughs> Uh, i mean it is pretty funny i didn't expect that kind of humor out of jay yeah yeah he doesn't not just like a prankster guy (laughs) yeah and it it almost was like it almost seemed like maybe part of the humor was like just how good he is at doing this yeah you know like Oh, I think I think my battery uh, case fell off somewhere. How do I drive truck? (laughs) Meanwhile, he's like, "In my butt, I own this road." (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) he is like, I there. I mean, it it could be pretty funny to be like, you know, for Jay to just all day long screw with other drivers and try to make them think that he's like really is a rookie. I, he I mean, was pretty good at it. When when they introed like Jay pulls a prank, I haven't expected him to just just like jerk the wheel from one side <laughs> to the other a bunch of times. 
Yeah. Yeah, oh. I don't know what I was expecting, but I guess him just like pretty good naturedly like, you know, playing a goof on a random stranger. Yeah. It was it was fun to see. Yeah. <laughs> it was cute. It was a cute prank. <laughs> it was a cute prank. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah. So so then... if this was if this was like, you know, uh Rick pulling a prank. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be like, uh, fucking loser says what <laughs> on the CB. <laughs> Some poor guy is like, uh, what was that? Rick's like, ha fuck you, fucking loser. It's <laughs> yeah. just a real, like, super troopers energy. Yeah. <laughs> My man has a strong super troopers energy. Yeah. Yes, he does. Yeah, yeah. Oh man. So um so this little chuckle convoy pulls into Lockhart um to sleep some. And I, I've I don't think I've ever seen this happen before. I feel like every time we encounter Lockhart, either it's being referred to as like a place that, you know, losers stop at instead of just <laughs> continuing to go, or like someone's got a medical issue or like, you know, they're they're just like in a bad way. Yeah. But this just seems they're they're like, yeah, it would be prudent for us to pause and get a little bit of sleep before continuing. I was like, who are these dudes? Yeah, this show up until this point has treated uh, trucker stopping as like, the fuck would you (laughs) stop? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You're not going to make any money stopping. You you drive until you die of exhaustion. (laughs) That's when you know you can... Stop driving <laughs> like a real man. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. But so they they pull in at midnight. They do leave at three. So it really is just like a quick little nap. Um, yeah. But <laughs> but they left TJ <laughs> be- because he wouldn't wake up. They so they say that they like banged on his door and then they were like, "What? Fuck! I don't know what else to do." So they left. But remember, this is TJ's first trip after he had to be airlifted because, <laughs> because about he, that. Had, he had internal injuries. So basically, they're oh. at this <laughs> He doesn't wake up and they're like, well, I don't know. Let's just keep going. <laughs> it's like, that's fucked up, guys. <laughs> Dude, I did not even think about that. I was just thinking like, oh, it's kind of fucked up that they're not, you know, trying to help a guy out on his first time out there. Like, Oh, no, man, like bang on the door until he wakes up and then be like, hey, are you coming or what's going on? Yeah. Get, like, get your you ass together. You let's go. Can you speak? <laughs> like, <laughs> like they would have to kind of hate him to be like, oh, he didn't wake up. Fuck him. We're right. Going. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I it, didn't it even remember <laughs> like that. There could be a medical issue that is like. Oh, man. Yeah, that's pretty fucked. It's that's it's rough. Yeah, it did make me wonder. Do they actually not like him? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh man. Yeah. Yeah. That it also yeah it just bummed me out that like the the show did kind of portray it as like oh TJ fucked up. Uh huh. Yeah. I was like well that's a bummer that doesn't seem like TJ. Yeah. And, well, and kinda, at this point in the episode, know. there's really like they really don't give us any more information. So it really is equally likely likely that he's like bled out inside the cab, <laughs> <laughs> you know, as it is that he, 
I mean, that's actually the most likely thing. Because yeah. if he if he just was like, guys, I need more sleep, then I would imagine he would like have communicated that to him. <laughs> yeah. It's wild. Yeah, if he was yeah, what I, I totally agree. <laughs> so at this point, I I seriously was thinking like, oh shit, there's a, we're gonna see some like rough stuff with TJ when like a, an employee at Lockhart finally realizes <laughs> the truck has been here for four days. <laughs> it's, a, it's a dead guy in this truck. <laughs> Man, oh fuck, dude. Yeah, and, um, and also like we already learned that the number one rule is you do not drive alone. Yeah. So it's like, <laughs> hey guys. <laughs> Yeah, you're. What's it? What's he gonna do? <laughs> He's just gonna wait there yeah. until I. Yeah, I don't know. Man. Yeah, they, they put they put him in a bad spot. Yeah, it seems seems not good. But so they continue on. Yeah, and uh, I I will also say uh, if you let me go to bed at midnight <laughs> and then our like hey it's three a.m. come on Graham you gotta like go do literally anything. I'd be like, fuck, dude, no. I don't care about the money right now. And I have I have multiple kids. <laughs> I don't know if I'm saying this as like that has taught me that like it's, it's it, my sleep is worth a lot of money, or if that is just how much that sounds like that sucks to me. <laughs> to just only get three hours of sleep. Yeah. Yeah. And I bet they're doing that a lot. Do you I mean, think they're getting eight hours of sleep ever? I I honestly don't know. I don't think yeah. so. They because certainly don't show like, them like getting a good night's sleep. They definitely don't. Yeah. They definitely don't. And I mean, if you just think about, you know, they're probably, maybe they're super diligent. But other than Captain Aerobic Hugh, you know, I just have to imagine they're like pounding coffee in mm-hmm. order to stay awake. So now they finish a run. Now they're like, you know, kind of jacked and loopy on coffee. So what do they have like 10 hours before they leave again? So it's like, how long is it going to take them to like calm down, get some sleep? Then they got to get up, pick up the other load and be back to the tea time. I don't know if they're ever getting eight hours. <laughs> I mean, it's like some Battlestar Galactica level sleep deprivation. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Um, I don't know. I It's also like, I can't imagine driving for 16 hours straight and then like sleeping for eight hours and then driving 16 hours straight. And then, cause like they could do that, right. That yeah. could be how they operate is just yeah, literally that's your day. You drive 16 hours, you sleep eight, you drive 16 hours, you sleep eight and then, you know, meals and stuff like that. And yeah. that would probably be a really efficient way of doing this yeah. instead of, I don't know why they would drive a bunch and then sleep for three and then keep driving. But that 16 hour <laughs> driving shift sounds awful. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah, it sounds real rough. Yeah. <laughs> Man. Um Yeah. So anyway. <laughs> they, they, they make it to Snap Lake, and that is where Jay stops. Mm-hmm. And um I think that's the last we see of Jay this episode. Yes. Yeah. Bye Jay. Yeah, bye Jay. And the rest have to go to Divic. Um yeah. and yeah, I don't. There's not like a whole lot else that um, happens on the way up to Divic, right? That's correct. Yeah, we get some like very incidental commentary from Alex. Um, 
I do have to point out that he he says that if something happens to one truck in a convoy, then you're all supposed to stick together and help them out. And it's like, <laughs> oh, like when Rick's brakes were smoking or when you couldn't wake TJ up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> cool. Glad I understand the rules. Yeah, they just yeah, they just broke that rule twice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or maybe that's not a rule, but that's like, you know, Alex words from his own mouth being like never leave man behind yeah except for except you for know rick, rick and tj <laughs> fuck yeah. those guys unless it's something you know in that truck driver's <sighs> control in the case of tj or something completely out of their control in the in the case of rick so <laughs> those are my stipulations uh, anything else <laughs> yeah oh man um yeah man uh they um are talking about the snow and how dangerous it is because I guess um, when there's a snow bank off to the sides. Oh, oh yeah. Because you can't see the road very well when it's snowing. And so you're more liable because you can't see the road to end up going off the side of your ice road into the snow banks. And on the snow banks, the ice is thinner because the snow acts as insulation. Um, and we get this CGI. <laughs> That is just dog shit. Like they, they ran out of money for effects in episode six and they were like, uh, well, we could get somebody to draw it or I guess, I guess we'll try the CGI. And it was, oh man, it was bad. You could see all 32 colors. (laughs) Oh man. Yeah. Word. So they, so they, Rick, Alex, and Cody and T no, not TJ. So just Rick, Alex and Cody. So they all do get up to Diavik and they're like, the storm's coming in fast. We got to like unload, turn and burn. So we get back to yellow knife before the road is closed. Mm-hmm. Um, but the storm hits before they can get all of them unloaded. So Cody, I think still has um, stuff on his trailer. Uh and oh, there's yeah. a scene here where Rick is like taking off the straps for his load and he's wearing a balaclava. And I was like, well, it must be cold <laughs> if Rick is wearing a balaclava. Yeah, I didn't notice that, but like, yeah, Rick does not. He, don't he does not. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> so, that is really surprising. Also, yeah. we learn that. Um, Cody, I guess, because he still has uh, stuff on his trailer, that he's getting paid mm-hmm. for um, the time. Oh, did we find out yet that um, the ice road gets shut down? No, oh, I guess that yeah, doesn't matter. Just... Anyway, yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah, he can't get stuff off his trailer because it's too windy, too snowy. And so he's getting paid for the shit sitting on his trailer. But the rest of them aren't getting paid because they got uh, their stuff unloaded. This is the first I've heard <laughs> that <laughs> that there's any sort of like the amount of time something sits on your trailer you get that, paid for. It's, a, <laughs> it's it violates all the information we've been given. <laughs> yeah. So it just doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Maybe it's like a special type of pay that's like once you're there, if they can't like once yeah, you arrive maybe. you start making money or something 
Yeah, like if you don't unload, like if you don't get this unloaded within a certain amount of time, then you're basically paying rent on treating the trailer as storage space. Yeah. I don't know. But but yeah, a real real out of left field piece of information here. <laughs> um Yeah, I don't know. Um and so oh yeah, we meet um Mike Schumann. Do you want to talk about this guy? Sure. Yeah. So that, I thought the show actually did a really good job of taking advantage of the fact that they have this like forced layover up at Dyavik. And so yeah. clearly they, they were like, all right, what can we like, what can we find that's like some cool shit to show? And so Mike Schumann is um, in charge of like maintenance for their mobile trucks and stuff at this mine. And uh, so they have him talking about the tires that Rick brought and how important those are and how it's been, you know, tough to get because there's like a strike at the plant making the tires or something. And they do this just like fucking awesome glory shot of Mike Schumann standing like, like arms crossed plus his <laughs> chest by this massive truck. And oh yeah, it looks rad. Yeah, it's it's not like they they tried to present it as rad. It is genuinely 100 percent hot shit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, I would love to stand in front of that truck. Yeah, <laughs> looks great. Yeah. And he has so many choice nugs for like, <laughs> that he spits. So he talks about how he's talking about the truckers. He says they're a real special breed of person. Um, he says, if you don't have rubber, you don't have diamonds. <laughs> and then later <laughs> referring to like the fact that the ice road is like the only way they can get this heavy equipment up to the mines, <laughs> no ice, no tires. <laughs> so, which is almost like a syllogism. Is that the construction of the logic? Like if a, the, if a is B and if B is C, then oh, a yeah. is C. <laughs> something like that. The transitive property or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, and they actually use that like that that uh, that glory shot of Mike twice within oh, really? like one minute. <laughs> it's like in the same <laughs> sequence that they're talking about it. So the producers were just like, "Oh hell yeah, roll that!" <laughs> yeah, my man looks good. They nice. also put on this like like this swelling, like super like it's like hero music while he's talking <laughs> yes. about like how important the job of the the truckers is and how much respect he has for them and how important it is to like get the tires so that they can get the diamonds out. Like, <laughs> I mean, the trucks already had fucking tires on them. So like, <laughs> these are backup tires. They're going to sit in storage. Yeah. But, but Graham, what if the tires were inflated? What Oof. if they were retreads? What if they hadn't been maintained? <laughs> Good point. What if there was a recall on it? Yeah. And you know that they can't get those into service to get them service. Oh, you ever think about that? Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> All right. I take it back. I fucked up. Oh, man. You know, I we, we definitely level a lot of criticism at this show. But I think one thing we can both agree on, the music slaps. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, honestly, the best part of the show, the music. It, it truly is. Like, as we're talking, I can hear the the intro music starting, and it, it's 
it feels good it feels dun, right dun, dun, dun. yeah oh yeah <laughs> that guitar coming in yes that is good shit <laughs> Uh, so so while we're getting this sort of behind the scenes stuff we do hear that tj left lockhart so um for some for no really good reason just like it occurred to me as the narrator was sharing this information that tj tilcox has left lockhart that like man tj tilcox is a dope name it's a real But yeah, it it was just baffling because they're making this huge stinking deal out of how the storm's rolling in. And so it's like, we're going to get this one final convoy, you know, heading up there. But then apparently TJ just sleeps in and leaves whenever he wants to and just drives off into the snow. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Um, man. So did we find out what happened to TJ at this point? I mean, we're about to. We're we're about to. <laughs> but so, yeah, they make a big deal out of like him. He's missing. Yes. Presumed dead. <laughs> they, I mean, they basically say as much. Yeah. Because they, they talk to this woman who works for Anuna who talks about how like when they close the road, secure check goes and they check all the portages. They're like getting the road numbers of every truck. So that they can verify, like, do we know where everyone is? So it it sounds like this is a pretty foolproof system of like we're gonna know where was she is. Was she then like, and TJ, we have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> or where was the show just kind of setting it up without saying like No, this this was after this was as part of her saying that three truckers couldn't be found through that like road plate check. And so really? she was like worried about them being out who knows where in this storm yeah interesting yeah because that part of it is never wrapped up (laughs) which part of it like uh so all right well i jump ahead tj comes in (laughs) he he rolls into diving what's up guys (laughs) and he was like he's like he has this funny line where he's like um he says that you know they they try to wake him up at two thirty a.m. and I was fighting with a pillow and the pillow won. It's like I, I don't understand what he means by that. I think he just means like he's like fighting to not like stay asleep, but like you know uh, the pillow went out and he fell back asleep. Okay, all right. It's just like a weird way to like not take uh you know um not take um credit or whatever for you know like uh-huh. your own uh incompetence or, you know. <laughs> like, like oh the, it was a pillow's fault it's not my fault <laughs> uh i don't know um but apparently he just like found another driver there and was like hey do you want to bro you want to make a convoy with me <laughs> right did it's, your homies leave you too <laughs> yeah it's it's like hey real tight ship you're running here nuna yeah i guess it doesn't matter what the convoy is or how many are in it or the real convoy is the friends you make along the way apparently and he made a (laughs) he made a new friend man um and they say that he waited it out on a portage or he's maybe he said it um yes so he just like you know pulled over slept a while on the portage and then the rest of his um um Oh, wait, they were waiting. 
on one of the okay you wrote some notes here so why don't you yes. explain how so, maybe, <laughs> so i just missed the explanation of how nuna uh didn't catch him okay yeah nuna fucked this one up okay so so, so this woman when this woman was just uh describing the like road number check process she she named specific portages that are like common kind of points for people to pull off and like wait and sleep i think 49 but even if it's not 49 whatever one of the numbers she mentioned was that is exactly the portage the portage pardon me that tj and this other guy were at so so it's not like they were at some weird random place along the road they were at a place that secure check specifically went to to look for effectively them and secure check didn't find them and so thought they were missing (laughs) side sidebar tj and his companion account for two of the three truckers we don't hear shit about what this third guy is up to (laughs) he he's still missing presumed dead (laughs) yeah also quick note uh, on this podcast from now on, it's Portage. I'm done. I'm done <laughs> pretending it's Portages. That's it's bullshit. I don't know if that's Canadian, French Canadian. I don't know who decided that it's called a Portage. That is not what it's called. It's a Portage. <laughs> so from now on, there we go. That's it. That's canon. That's, if you who dare rule, it's a Portage. Uh, I support that. I'm on board. All right. uh, thank God. Stop saying Portage. <laughs> oh man yeah. yeah so that's the that's this wild trip uh trip up north here yeah so f- oh does so uh does tj get paid for sleeping in the on the portage Unclear. do we know or is it just because i don't know that's fucking i mean if that were true explain this to me then why would hugh be so up in arms about like you know scorning people who stop to rest unless maybe like because the road was closed yeah unclear unclear not addressed it was important enough to the show to mention it earlier but not important (laughs) enough to address now uh yeah i don't know all right well yeah so that's that's it for our convoy yeah i enjoyed my time hanging out with the boys hopefully we get more of that yeah i mean i will say this is like this is the story that this show has been waiting for because we get a a bunch of these dudes all in like one shared pursuit Mm -hmm. there's this like legitimate external sort of like danger and drama not just invented by (laughs) saying (laughs) random numbers of ice thickness in a certain (laughs) tone um, so this was like a really tight and satisfying storyline. Yeah. It was fun to watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I um totally agree. I feel like um this was like a tight episode of the show. Yeah. It didn't feel like they were forcing us to, you know, suspend some disbelief. Yeah. Yeah. It was legit. Yeah. And we got to make a new friend. His name is Cody something, and we will definitely see him again next episode. (laughs) I can't wait to hear what he thought of his trip with these four wild boys. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Well, um, our last member, our last remaining member, R.I.P. Drew. Yeah. Is our our guy, Hugh. And Hugh has a a new guy coming on the show. (laughs) 
<laughs> who I'm also certain that we'll see a lot of. Actually, we may, right? The show really right. introduced him as like, he's he's the new member of Hugh's team, which why would they make a big deal out of it if they weren't going to show him? Because they certainly didn't make a big deal out of us uh, having Todd White on the show earlier. Right? The announcers they, just say in an exhausted voice, like, Hugh yet again tries to lure a driver into working for him. <laughs> It does kind of feel like he's trying to lure this guy. <laughs> so this guy, his name is Danny. We yeah. do not know his last name. <laughs> yeah, when they first introduce him, they just refer to him as Danny. It's like, guys, have a, just pretend to have some respect. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. And... uh I want you to read. I want you to tell me what Hugh says about Owens. Hugh, Hugh says of Danny that he's, quote, a good little guy. <laughs> Which is already very funny. Um, and, and and furthermore, that he, that he, quote, gets head down, ass up, and flies right at her. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck that means. Imagine any animal or anything just head down ass up and just zipping forward at any that's like a really terrible idea oh man head down ass up and flies right at all right dude the, the the things that he chooses to say like and the way that he chooses to phrase them are incredible yeah magic nonsense <laughs> constant nonsense coming out of his mouth Man. he also um he also says like oh when he's uh talking about danny coming on he's like i wish i had him instead of these fucking puppies i had out here this year <laughs> he got him fucking puppies <laughs> oh man what'd you think of danny I, he seems like a cool dude. He seems like yeah. he comes from the J school. Like he know he is super skillful. <laughs> like yeah. he knows how to do this shit. And he also seems like he kind of knows what he's getting into with Hugh. Yeah. Like he, he knows that he's going to be kind of a shithead. <laughs> Are they friends? Are we to believe that like, certainly they know each other. I, I, that's the vibe that I got that this that there's some prior relationship. Although let's remember Hugh and drew were friends. They were friends. Yeah. I thought drew answered a, a thing in the paper. Or was that somebody else? Well, huh? No, you're right about that. I guess I thought I remembered um, Hugh saying something about drew expecting Hugh to like go easy on him or something because they were friends. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm making that up. I don't know. I don't know who else it would have been. It wouldn't have been Rick or we would have remembered if it was Rick. So maybe he did say that. Maybe it was Rick. I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. We get, I kind of got this feeling also that Danny was like doing Hugh a favor that like Hugh called him up and was like, (laughs) and he was like, uh, yeah, I, you know, yeah. decided to come up here and help you out. Yeah, he had this I extra agree. truck. Yeah, it's like wasn't he wasn't like you know, you know, really geared up to head up there begging Hugh to let him come up. It was like Hugh yeah. really needed someone. He was like, yeah, I guess so. 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was, uh, yeah, it was weird. <laughs> I, he, I, I did remark that um, in a scene where he is like walking around his truck checking stuff before mm-hmm. leaving, he's wearing a headlamp. Yeah. <laughs> like, th- that's just so practical and prudent and and just like totally totally out of place yes. <laughs> with, the, with the reckless disregard for the cold that we routinely see <laughs> no other driver is like they don't have like you know any sort of sensible tools or like you know jackets that they're wearing or like you know like gloves that make sense and nobody's wearing like work gloves or you know they're pouring methyl hydrate into their car nobody's even wearing like rubber gloves to not get like <laughs> yeah like acid on their hands or shit they're just like i gotta get out there and do this as quick as possible <laughs> i don't care yeah and then nerdzo mcgee over here shows up with his headlamp like he's going to camp he's like <laughs> my man's walking around like he has a master's in trucking dude totally yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> Um, also he's pretty handsome. Yeah. He's a, he's a good looking dude. Yeah. Good thing. <laughs> I, I, I also just another, like he stands out on this show because everybody else like looks like shit. <laughs> they just, yeah. Oh man. And he really has the soft touch when it comes to handling Hugh. Cause he, yeah. he's driving and he can tell the truck is fucked up. Yeah, because of course it is, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and so they have this exchange on the radio where where he very gently is like, "Hey, do you happen to know anything about about this truck not having a whole lot of power heading up hills?" And, and he, uh, you know, he, he was like, "Um, no, I don't know. What do you What do you mean?" So like, Danny explains it more, and Hugh basically just does not give a fuck. He yeah. his response is basically like, "Yep, well, we just got to kind of write it out." i don't care i don't want to understand what's happening and i certainly don't want to do anything about it yeah just why why the fuck are you making me deal with this sounds like your problem rolls with it yeah danny is like laughing as he concludes this exchange he he clearly gets the vibe that like all right this is just how it's gonna be i yeah that sucks though for danny (laughs) that's bullshit I mean, uh, yeah, he very much is like, um, hey, I noticed that there's not much power. <laughs> and then he was like, oh, boy, maybe you're making it up. Or something. Like, yeah, right. <laughs> well, you know, it's, um, you know, the boost on the turbo just doesn't kick in until like way later than it should. And I I wrote down some stats for you and uh, <laughs> yeah. the numbers, you know. It doesn't, you're not getting as much boost as you should. And he was like, ah, oh, boy. Well, all right. Yeah. <laughs> I guess that's, uh, I guess that's just the truck that you're going to have to drive. Yeah. <laughs> Don't pull yeah. too heavy a load. <laughs> oh, it is a great exchange. I, I yeah. really hope that we do see a lot more of Danny. Cause I, I really am interested to see this Danny Hugh dynamic play out. Ah, man, Hugh will break him, right? So far, he's broken everyone else. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So. (laughs) Ah, man, who's, uh, was that um, Drew's truck, right? That wasn't. um, Yeah, Drew's truck. That wasn't our boy. um, Fuck, why can't I ever remember his name? Todd. Todd White. Yeah, that wasn't Todd White's truck. Okay. 
No. No um leaderboard yet for Danny. So he must not be. <laughs> oh my God. That's a great point. So wait a minute. <laughs> Why? Because they do include Drew on the leaderboard. Yeah. Why do we not see Danny? Why not show Todd? Right? What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. oh man. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so so Alex is still in the lead. Yeah. Al- Alex, who, by the way, never talks shit about anyone else. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. never, never makes a big deal out of like how much he drives or how much better he is than anyone. Yeah. He just goes and does it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's not sitting there like bragging about like, you know, not sleeping and you know, bragging about how heavy his loads are and stuff. Uh huh. It's not like, you know, t- like talking about a strategy. We don't see any of that from Alex. He's just like, oh, I've just been driving a lot. <laughs> yeah. He just does his job and has a great attitude and helps yeah. people out. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, if I die today, eh, well, it's been a good life. And uh, I'm just going to take this load up to Divic, come on back and do it again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Good guy. Truly. Good guy, that Alex. <laughs> good guy, indeed. Yeah, and hey, you know who else is a good guy? Jay, who is only $300 behind Hugh at oh, the end of this God. episode. I want to see him. <laughs> oh, so bad. Come on, Jay. Take him down. Push it. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, man. Fun one. It was a fun one. It was a really good episode. <laughs> I hope they don't fuck it up. <laughs> I have bad news for you, Jake. Without having watched the next episode, I uh, feel like <laughs> I feel like the good times can't last. <laughs> oh man, yeah. Well, but, but I don't know. We're closing in. It's the penultimate episode of the season next week, so you know it. It feels like they should start kind of building that fire of like dramatic tension. Um, you you had said that it's the penultimate episode, isn't it? Uh oh. <laughs> I thought that I'd looked in there. Maybe I'm. Maybe, let me let me just double check. Yeah. So my app. <laughs> this is, this feels like a thing that we could discuss off of the episode, but who gives a shit? My app gives me thirteen episodes in the first season, but I think a couple of them are like after the like after we're done i mean let's so it does look okay yeah the final it looks like the last three episodes are hilariously like retrospective (laughs) yeah yeah that's that's what i'm gonna uh, you know what i think (laughs) i think the show didn't think they were gonna get a second season That's incredible. <laughs> they're like, oh my God, dude. They did the show and then they're like, well, there's no way we're going to get a second season. So we better do a retrospective on all these characters. <laughs> this is our one Incredible. chance. Wow. The truckers <laughs> look back at their experiences during the last season. Jake. From the, from the season we showed. I am dreading. 
I'm dreading those episodes. We're gonna, Jake, we're going to have to watch fucking recap episodes and talk about them. And there, and there are there are two of those. So the last, the, the synopsis of the last episode of the season is simply the truckers continue their look back. No, no. Wait, no. <laughs> Jake, Jake. Hey, Tom. Hey, Tom Berg. <laughs> What's your deal? <laughs> Are you cool? Ah, <laughs> oh, fuck, dude. I mean, we're not skipping Tom the episodes. Gears, we, sk- gears. we skip no episodes, but <sighs> my god, that's, that's gonna be incredible. torture. <laughs> <laughs> that's un. It's unbelievable. Wow, I'm. I'm angry. <laughs> I am angry about this. Oh man! All right, maybe I'll just see like. <sighs> How many beers I can drink while recording those episodes? (laughs) That'll make them fun, right? (laughs) Oh, man. Good stuff. That's amazing. Wow. Well, thank you for journeying with us. Um, it's probably, we're probably at about what, 145 <laughs> here. What are we? Well, about an hour and a half. So it's not yeah. <laughs> but thank you for voyaging with us. Thank you for listening. Thank you for subscribing. Um, if you had fun listening to this, then please tell a friend. Uh, we appreciate it and get us, get at us on social. We're at few who dare on Twitter and on Instagram and Graham, I'm going to remember to promote the episode this week. Okay, yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah, we should uh, we should focus on that every once in a while. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, yeah. Hey, and you're welcome for the extra long episode this week, folks. <laughs> and I had a great time recording and being there with you guys tonight. You're here. You're here with me in my heart. <laughs> and uh, hang loose and keep on ice road trucking